signals on it's 1.3 Lagos talks. My name is Adil Miyoshiji. Signals on 91.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adeomi Oshodi. So this, so I have a background story to this morning's um, conversation. The topic is the thriving business in sports. And God knows that I'm not a sports person. But I'll try my hands on sports. And um, so I have two other people who will be joining me. Spencer, I guess, is a regular. And I have Dickwell who will join me with the organization that I have here with me. So what happened? It was two Saturdays ago. Yeah, I think it was two to three Saturdays yeah, ago. Yes. And um, so I was, I, was, I was in one of the offices here in the studios. And um, so I was on the phone and I was talking about salaries and all of that. And then the man looked at me and said, so what do you do? And then we started talking. And then everybody came. I said, you don't know him? I said, no, I don't know him. And then I knelt down. I honestly did. I was like, ah. so what's the... So then he now... Then he, we went and went and went and went and went. And then I said, oh, really? So let me quickly hijack you for my program and then let's talk he's a 1991 graduate of english language from the obafemi abulowo university Leife. he's currently the executive director administration of sports vision a sports production company based in lagos prior to that he has held editorial positions in reputable sports magazine publishing organization complete communications everything sports Became the first man in Nigeria to have a weekly column on basketball in 1994 with NBA Showtime in Sports Weekly. That column grew to become the centerpiece of the complete sports newspaper every Wednesday between 1996 and 1999. He has since become an accepted member of the NBA Press Fraternity. In 2009, he became the first Nigerian to be given credentials to cover the NBA Finals and was the only Nigerian and African media representative at the NBA Finals and All-Star Weekend between 2010 and 2015 is a regular attendee at the NBA NAB show, which holds in Las Vegas, US. He has a two-year stint. See, the the profile is long, but I, I would do justice to say that he's also the chief editor of Bude10.com, a unique website that delivers intuitive, easy to understand, short analysis of sporting events. He's a lifelong supporter of Ibadan shooting stars. Aston Villa and San Antonio Sports. Sports. Um, if you're a sport fan and um, you just want to be part of this morning's program edition, um, it is we're talking the thriving business in sports, and is no other than Akimbodi Ubuntu. Welcome to Signals. The pleasure is all mine. I'm, see, <laughs> b- b- halfway through that, most people know you're talking about me. <laughs> Basketball, shooting, Aston Villa. 
I'm the only person that has all those things. I'm place. the only one that does not know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm really really new to this. But um, before it becomes a sports conversation with the men, and I just watch is um, you did English. Yes, when I did English. your love for sports began? Um, I I grew up at Alagumiji. <laughs> Alagumiji, yeah, yeah, by area. And um, th- there was this man that lived in our house at that time. Mm. Um, we call him Bodasson. Bodasson is it was an electrician, electrician, and he had he has uh, he had a, a friend, Joe Erico, because he's an electrician. He supported Nepal Football Club, and I, I know Erico used to uh, brought Joe. I used him used to come to our house. It was Bodasson that, that used to take me to UAC, and Unicorn Stadium, and from there I was I think I was about six seven then, and from then it's been. I mean, I, where are those people now? I see Sibros Joe. Was Jericho still? Um, Jericho, you do, you won't know Jericho, don't worry. But those who know, know Jericho, <laughs> he, he used to be the goalkeeper for the national team, the Super Eagles. He's still around, he still does a lot of things. One of the guys that, insp- that inspired me to, to get into the sports because it's going to help this money now. The Nigerian sports um, terrain, then and now, what has changed? Uh, a lot of things, a lot of things. Um, the Nigerian sports talent then, if, if you happen to stumble on pictures of, of the uh, old games played at the USA ground or at Unicorn Stadium, or the games that the Spy Group saw, the FA Cup finals, Challenge Cup finals played at the National Stadium, you see this, the, sort of, the sort of support, that the, the, the crowd, uh, the, the official capacity, capacity of the National Stadium is, is 45,000, but we've had crowds of 60,000 coming to watch the FA Cup finals compared to now. When you take the FA Cup final to a place as remote as as, um, as Agege Stadium. Mm-hmm. Agege Stadium sits at five, seven thousand and you still won't get up to two thousand, three thousand people paying coming and watch. A lot has shifted. The interest has gone from the local league, which we are trying to build build it back up now, and gone to foreign leagues. On the day that the Nigeria FA Cup final is played at the stadium, if you take the uh, take the, the census of those who, who pay to watch premiership matches and those at the stadium you see the difference. The, mm. the, 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 the interest in local league is dying and that's one of the things that we've got to revive. revive. Now, the one thing that unifies every one of us is sports because I know that last year when Nigeria was playing, I think it was last year that Nigeria was playing and then I went to watch it and everybody was happy. That's the only thing that unifies us. Why have we not been able to, um, how do I put it, make it more, make it something that we know that we'll not get to finals. <laughs> as usual. Are you talking about the super eagles now or you're talking about the general sports, general sports super okay. eagles and all of that? Why because it's only sports that you un- would unify us when Yeah. But it's it's dying. Like yes, it is. just know. Why why don't why is it that Nigeria don't appreciate the sports people? Why is it that we have other people who would buy us and we can just say, oh, yes, that's Nigeria but in America. That's Nigeria but in Tanzania. That's Nigeria but in Brazil. I, I think you, you can't separate sports from the Social political environment uh, where where the sport is is, mm. is growing. Um, uh, I, when when I was when I was driving here, I was listening to Michelle and I was listening to the lamentations of people. People leaving, want to leave. People wanting to leave. I, I think it's 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 all everything is in is in the same box in the same bowl. Um, you 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 grow Nigerian sports by growing Nigerian heroes. Mm. Uh, but the thing is that when when the hero the, at, at the point where we start building up the heroes here, they are gone. They're not getting paid. They feel their lives are not safe and, and all that. And so, if you can't build heroes, what brings people to the arena is that they want to come and see their heroes play. 
But when the heroes are playing abroad, then there's nothing to look no, forward no, to here. Look for I, I remember going to, going, for, going to watch a game in Ibadan a long time ago, shooting stars against Standard of Joss. And Standard of Joss had one star player then, okay, Sima. Okay, Sima was the only player um, that was in the Standard of Joss team, that was in the national team. And so when, when the teams came out to play, Standard of Joss were dressed in all blue. Blue top, blue socks, and blue pants. Okay, Sima wore white shorts. So, ah, that's okay, Sima. And the referee said, Oga, you are not in, you go back and wear blue shorts. But what Okisima did that day was, look, I'm the only player in the national team. So everybody will know it's me. And that's what people came to see. So when you can't get uh, um, people, uh, when, 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 we can't, when, when we can't get our stars to stay, whether in basketball, in table tennis, in football, in in boxing, when we can't get them to stay here and feel safe and feel loved and get paid for what they're doing, they go abroad. When our stars go abroad, the eyes follow them. It's as simple as that. Okay. So but why is it that when they now make it abroad? Nigerians want to buy them back. Because, look, most they of them... They train them because yes. we don't want to train. Not that, look, not, not that we don't want to train. But we can't, we're not patient enough to wait. <sighs> it's, I, th- I think it's all about government policy. Because, I, I don't know, there's something, there's one guy that people... I, there was a meme about a guy who is running. I, I don't know what his name is. And people, I even shared it. People said, don't come back to Nigeria. Oh, Divan Oduduro. Yeah, like, don't come back. Be- because, because Divan started from here. Um, the, the, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, three or four years ago, um, Divine ran a race abroad and um, he did well. And he, he did, he, he, there was an interview after that he said that, that the things he said became became uh, viral. Viral and and so this same guy now, four or five years removed, he has gone abroad. He has found better training. And that, that's why I mentioned government policies. Um, uh, for instance, look at the look at the national stadium here. That used to be the mecca for Nigerian football, you know. But now it's, it has become only God, only God knows, only God knows going what. On at the moment. Yeah, and uh, and we keep saying until you put sporting facilities, recreational re- recreational uh, places in all local governments, you know, where people can go and have fun and develop their talents. Until you, until you do that, when uh, athletes get to a certain level, they know that it's just you know the story of of, of putting a shark in a, uh, in, a, in an aquarium. It, it won't go beyond that. You have to find you have to find a bigger space. For you to play, for you to play, so that you can grow to your, you can attain your potential, and I, I think that's what is happening to all of us. That, that's why people are checking out. You feel okay. You, they mention doctors. When you're in a hospital, people are dying in front of your eyes, and, and you can, but let's, don't let's go into that. Let, let's take this sports this morning. So <laughs> when when they feel that look, I've reached a certain stage, I want to grow more, mm. and you have an offer from abroad, you pack you your bag, run. you you, and that that's what happened to Oduduru. Oduduru has gone to college in, in the US. He has found better training facilities and he's breaking records. And so Oga. Come back home. So go, come and do. Just stay there and grow. When, 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 we, when we need you, we'll call you to come and represent us. But please stay where you are and keep growing. <laughs> like a lot of people say, I don't come back home. <laughs> but then he has like two years. He's still in Nigeria until he becomes a citizen. I don't know. So is that He still has to run for Nigeria. Anyway, now you found love in NBA. Yeah. Femi, wherever you are. <laughs> Femi, I did first. Yeah. <laughs> Femi, Femi, Femi will come to my house and like, okay, I have to go and watch him at the at, um, stadium too to report sports and all. So, where did your love for basketball? I told you I grew up at, uh, at, at, at Alagumija. You know, there's, there was Row Park. Yeah. Aha. Dejijayola, Gbadilatono, Akim Olajunwo. How about all of those people? Ha. No, for, for, for those who know basketball, Dejijayola was the best point guard we that Nigeria had for a long time. Gbadilatono mm-hmm. was one of the best power force that, that ever played and sport for that play, ever, ever played for Nigeria. And for, everybody knows Akim Olajunwo. Mm. All our products of Row Park and so many other great players. I grew up, I mean, I couldn't play. 
but we watch and report. <laughs> <laughs> so they pick their own, I pick my own. Uh, <laughs> okay, so if when you were called to come and start reporting in view, how was that feeling for you? It was awesome. Uh, I actually started... Because um, Spencer was really about... Spencer was cooling me about you. So Spencer, be ready for those <laughs> the, questions. <laughs> the, I, I actually um, uh, started writing the column about, about the MBA by accident. Hmm. I had a friend. Um, it was it's related, related to the fashion news. Shagun Fashion, we went to school together at Ogunpoli and he relocated to the US and he was sending me magazines. And part of the contents of the magazines were basketball, pictures and... And so I went to the office one day when I was still at um, um, my first place, Sports Weekly. And my editor said, ah, you have these magazines that have pictures from basketball. Can you do a column? I said, why not? I've been following this sports since forever. And so in 1993, I think, I started writing, writing the NBA Showtime. Hmm. And from then on, it's been, it's been constant. Okay, let's quickly come back home. And um, you started a sport company. I, I was actually invited. I, I, the company was started by the Sport Vision, yeah. by the Jomoto Imbo and the Jitunumbu, the late the Jitunumbu. Mm. Um, I, I was I was invited later to to join to complete. Now l- let me tell let me quickly tell, tell the story <laughs> about that. I think in 1998, mm. I was I was still working with I was still with Complete Communications, and they started um, Sport Vision, mm. and they had the rise to um, to uh, I think a w- w- world championship or something, and Nigeria was playing, and they needed a basketball analyst. And they said, I've been there. at that time, the Jamal Tube was at um, DBN, and I'd be going on his shows to talk about basketball. I said, Look, we can't do this without Buddy. Now, that's where I met the Jitunumu for the first time in 1998. So they called me and said, Look, let's go. To, they are going to edit on AIT. Mm. So we got to it. We couldn't get the series, we, we couldn't get the show done. But we kept in contact, and each time they had a, a release, they sent to me at Sports Complete Sports around for them. Then 1999, arguably the best sports program in Nigeria, 90 Minutes, they started it. And after the first week, after the first <laughs> week, are going to lose me, <laughs> but no problem. Well, yeah. <laughs> after the first week, where, where they had, they, they had the uh, uh, ninety minutes aired on Monday night, and it's had, then DSC wasn't so popular. So if you want to see the best on the best leagues in the world, all the goals for the weekend, ninety minutes was the place to come on, on Monday night. I'll shoot you. And so after the first week, somebody called him and said, "How can you do goals from leagues and you don't have any goals in Nigerian league?" Now at that time I was the feature editor at. Um, at a sports souvenir, and I was covering Nigerian league like no man's business. And so they called me. I said, "Buddy, week two, can you?" I said, "Why not?" So I showed up on, on the set. It was an awesome. It was uh, at the January 1999. It was fantastic. That was how the journey for 90 minutes started. And then six months later, they was like, "Look, but I don't want to go back join us instead of shuttling back and forth because every Monday I had to rush out to my office at 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 Ekota, rush to Ikeja so we could go to the studio. I was doing that running. I said, "Look." All this from your I don't just Kuma just join us and let's be a team. That's how I joined Sport. That's how I became a part of Sport Vision. So how's how's running it been like? Because we're talking thriving business in sport. Hmm. Ah, the oh, business. Yeah. It's the business. I want it's, money. It's, See, it's, yeah, I know. Have fun. <laughs> I it's it's been it's been challenging. Let, let me say to you now out there: if if you, if you are planning to do anything, people will tell you how tough it is and how difficult it is mm. to difficult it is to do business in Nigeria. Mm. But trust me, if your if your product is good. You believe in your product and you and you walk through it. You will get a break. For how long? Now on ninety minutes, we had other spots. Thankfully, there was somebody. There was somebody. Um, uh, Uncle Bayo. It was, then it was, it was one of the top guys at AIT. Mm. He believed in us. He believed in us. He gave us a platform at AIT. I said, look, you, you guys, anything you make, let's split 50-50. Uh, we are not paying for yet, and we are we are splitting revenue, and then. Um, a brand 
joined us. They, they are giving us spots, like four, four or five spots per program. At that time, we were getting about, I think, 35,000 um, per, per month, which was not much. And then I think the person in charge of that brand, one day, just stood on the TV and was like, this program is awesome. How come we are not on it? So he called his people, they called us and said, look, let's give you millions. And so from thousands, just mm. like overnight, mm. you know, I think, I think they, was it nine or 10 million per quarter that time or per annum? I, I can't remember. But the, the jump was so massive. It's made the program worthwhile. But the point I'm making is this. It's not overnight too. You know, they actually overnight. had been on it for a very long for, time. Yeah, for about eight months or nine months that we are uh-huh. getting and we are struggling to, to, uh, for, uh, to, to make ends meet. <laughs> and then one night, somebody was like, this, this, is, this program is awesome. Mm. How come, they started calling these people, what are we doing? Why are we not on this program? And mm. then that, that, that shift gave us a jump. Shift. Yeah, that shift. Somebody saw us, liked the product, and then and signed Somebody up. Somebody saw consistency and liked the product. Anyway, still signals on it's 1.3 Lagos Talks. And with Bodhi Ogunti, I like to call him his full name. His name is Akin Bodhi Ogunti. That's from you. <laughs> it makes me feel very happy. So I have um, Dipo and Spencer. While Spencer is trying to take pictures and Dipo is trying to take notes, are you guys ready for the questions? Because me... Before I continue my own business, let me know. Um, to be part of the program, you can call in 0-0-9-1-9-1-3-9-1-3 or 0-0-9-2-2-0-9-1-3 or 0-0-9. WhatsApp us on 0-0-9-2-3-4-5-9-1-3. And we're talking the thriving business in sports with Akimbo Degunzi. And then I have Spencer, I have Dupo and four. Before, wait, one more question before you go. <laughs> now, there's something that joins everybody together is the fans. Yeah. The fans always make it worthwhile. What has fans got to do with sports? That's where the money comes from. Okay. Because pe- people will spend money on their passion. Mm. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier on that uh, how come uh, um, our best stars are living? living. Like I said, if, if you can't connect the passion to the fans, you, you, you can only make money. Mm. The moment the fans stops coming, the, 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 the fans stopped coming to arenas, the club started lo- losing money. It became a government thing that unless government gov- gov- can we the, reduce politics in in this? Politics? We've got to if we don't, uh, until we reduce politics until, until we make look because uh, I know that we're making what, money. What we want, yes, we are, but yeah, <laughs> that's that's a different conversation entirely. Okay, good. But you see. The role of government in sports should be to provide the infrastructure and the enabling environment. Because a lot of sports is sports is always when sports is privately run, run, the money comes in and the money goes round, and then mm. the, the accountability is better. American American sports, uh, 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 British sports, European sports, but for us, we have turned sports into a political tool. The government wants to say, "Oh, it was only my tenure that we won this, we won that." I made this and that. And as long as sports is a political tool, we won't, we won't, we won't, we won't get the full potential. So we will not make much progress. Huh. Okay. You guys have your question. <laughs> morning, Mr. Wadi. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah, my name is Dipo. Um, we, it's my we, pleasure to meet you. Yeah, same here, boss. <laughs> I'm starstruck, apparently, so I, I might stutter a lot while asking my questions. Uh, we, we know uh, National Stadium Lagos used to be a Maracana. Yes. Do you think bringing it back home, bringing it back to our Lagos would ensure more viewing, more viewership, more people trooping into the stadiums to catch Nigerian football games, especially the Super Eagles? I think so, um, for two reasons. Number one, yeah, um, it's not a... you know, right now, the Eagles play most of the matches at, in Calabar, Calabar, in Asaba. 
the, the pr- problem with Asaba is that Asaba is not suited to host international matches apart from the size. National Stadium, when refurbished, is built to, to host international matches. The second reason is that Lagos is the economic hub of Nigeria. Yes. There's money in Abuja, but the Abuja people, they, most of them live weekends. And so if, if, when, when there's a game in Abuja at the weekend, most, the, most of the people, they have, they have gone. In Lagos, play, the, play, play, play a game any day. The people that have the money and want to see the team, they are here. And so they will show up. That's why Lagos is key. That's why Lagos is important. Why wouldn't one of the clubs just adopt National Stadium and make it a home like Tottenham used Wembley for a bit and stuff like that? I'm thinking if a club decides, okay, maybe not MFMFC, but a big club in, in Nigeria can adopt the stadium, maybe speak to government and take it up and develop it, make it their home ground. Well, uh, the state of the arena now makes it impossible to develop for, for, for any single club. Um, there was a time that the Lagos State government um, approached the federal government and, and asked for permission to, to refurbish the stadium. Um, I, I, but I do feel that given the way, given the, um, given the, uh, the way arenas around the world are built now, to refurbish that stadium is going to cost a lot of money. Uh, because first off, it's, it's got to be all covered. It's practically then, turned to a football sport Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Uh, we, we practically have to rebuild it. You know, all sitter, all covered and all that. Um, so that, that's why it's, it's difficult for, for a team to take over it and, and, and then the pitch is horrible. There's, in fact, it, it's, it's, you need to, to redo it. But after it's redone, um, one of the first things that any club that wants to do that you have to do is you've got, you've got to find a way to reconnect with, with the community. I keep saying that for, for the lives of shooting stars that I support, Rangers and as much as they are in the Imba, as, as, as much as they have the support of the local communities, they, they still need to find a way to put, give back more and then grow the next generation. I was watching uh, Liverpool against um, Barcelona. Yeah. Uh-huh. And th- there was a boy that, like, like, like I was introduced to it at a very young age. There was a boy that was crying when Liverpool won. That was about six or seven. Now he has witnessed history. Mm. Yeah. There's no way they are going to take Liverpool, Liverpool from, from the heart of that boy. Yeah. He's, the boy is logged in for we life. Never he, he will never low. forget. <laughs> so the same thing, we've got to start taking our children to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. We've got to let them get used to seeing local teams. Right now, because look, you and I, when we are growing up, we run in the streets. We, 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 we roll tires. Our children now play on PS, PS something and watch, uh, and watch uh, exactly. And so they don't have this this culture of we've got to take our children from the from the from the house back onto, but we can't do that unless the streets are safe. That's why I said it's, it's all tied together. Mm. Now I take my son to the stadium and then fighting breaks out and then I'm trying to get my son. It's it's stressful. So I would rather go alone and brave it. I'm used to it than expose him to that risk. Area. So, thank you. <laughs> and, so, and so we've got to. Make it safe, first of all, and then we've got to introduce them to it. Speaking of safety, I, I went to the stadium, um, National Stadium, last time in 1999. Tybo West and Friends. Okay. The football match. And I said I wasn't going to the stadium ever. Ever again. Because of what? <laughs> One thing happened. I just saw them throwing bottles. <sighs> the guys peeing in a bottle. On the pitch. All because they didn't see Ronaldo de Lima and the big boys that claimed to be coming. To be coming. So apparently, safety has to. It, it has to be. Yeah. See, look, I'm, 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 like right now, I'm, I'm following the um, the NBA playoffs. I, you see, a team will go and play, and I, at a way ground, they will win, and they, you won't see any aggro anywhere. <laughs> but you try it here, <laughs> and you are you are, you are living there. You are you are covering your head. You are yeah. diving under chairs and tables. 
we've got to make it safe. That's the first thing. We've got to make it safe, and safe it must be. So, what's the job of the Nigerian sports, the people in charge of sports, to ensure that safety is important? They are trying their best. I must tell you. Um, about a couple of years ago, uh, the LMC, that's the body in charge of running the league, they came up with some stringent um, rules. Because sports, is, sports now looks like flag bills. Anybody, why? Let me tell you, let, let me finish this story. And, and they, came up with, they came up with this set of stringent rules to ensure that the league is better managed and, and has better followership. And one of the things they said, they, they said uh, was that you must have X number of security personnel on ground before you can play a game. You must have X number of money in the account before, you, before the season can start to ensure that salaries are paid. And that if you don't have all, all, of, these things, all of these things, even if it's only three teams that we see, that's it, those are the teams that will play the league. Guess what happened? Phone calls started flying all over the place. Governor started calling senators and starts calling people. And then it was like, you know what? Let them just play. Hmm. So as long as politics it's still is, is still there, you can't get things done. These guys, were, these guys tried at that time to professionalize the league and make sure that it is but politics, politics didn't allow it. Okay. Back to you. Uh, Aston Villa. <laughs> okay, because they're, they're back down in the championship, so it's hard for a couple of us to catch these games. I, I support Aston Villa a bit. A bit? When? Uh, How? Where? Uh, well, won. They, won. they won the Champions League the year I was born. 1982? Yeah. So I, was, I know I'm that old, but... <laughs> Look, then, ev- look, um, every every Arsenal fan, did you hear that? <laughs> we won the Champions League. Don't forget, we won. That, that, that's why I tell people when you say Arsenal, Villa, you we put at the back European Champions 1982. Don't yeah, let's forget. Yes, yeah, you are saying. <laughs> then the love grew in uh, 2006 when Johan Pablo Angel was there. Oh yeah, who was one of the guys that attracted me to it. Striker, yeah. So you, you. I was watching. I was I was um, catching the playoff, the second leg. Online, okay. Guess what's going on? I'm like, I'm, I'm, my friend was like, What's your why you watch? And I'm like, This is football. So, in fact, this they are probably going to play the most expensive football game, game yeah, in football in European football, upper Monday, upper Monday. Oh, and it was like, Ah, I don't understand. They're in the chapter that is where you, you need to understand these things. So, I I don't know. I was going to ask, What's your take? Is they're playing Derby, yeah, in the final, and me. I'm already celebrating in anticipation. In ah, anticipation. See, I can't celebrate. Because <laughs> last year Villa were in the finals just like, yes. like they are this year and they lost to Fulham. And it's still painful. For this year, there's a bit more hope. Two things. The coach seems to know what he's doing. And secondly, um, even though it's not set in stone that you are going to win it. But we've played debut twice this year. And we, we, the score is 7-0. Yeah. We won 3-0 we at Villa Park and we beat them 4-0 on, the, on their ground. And so that will be at the back of their minds. But the, the flip side is that that should, that should also make them try harder. Yes. They don't want you to get this. Aha. Uh-huh. So, uh, on, on, they until... I can I can guarantee you one thing. I'm not watching that game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not watching the game. Now, back to me. <laughs> How good is the sports business? The sports business is good, despite the, despite the stress. Although, um, for, for you to get the returns that you want, you've got to be very, very good. What do you think be- about Because it? now... Hold on. Because now... Sorry. No. Because now, everybody thinks that... Um, all you need to do is just know a bit about football, then find somewhere to, to talk and then money will come. It's not so. You've got to be good at what you're doing and you've got to have a speci- specialization. Um, I, I said that to, to all the young guys that come to me. All of us talk football. If you call, uh, if you call uh, John that is sweeping on the street, he will, tell you, he will talk to you about football. You've got to know another sport because every sport has flagship. Funny enough, 
um, uh, I get people tell, asking me to talk about collegiate basketball because a lot of, a lot of Nigerians who studied abroad, um, they are coming home to work and they want to hear about their schools, especially, especially those, those, those that attended yeah, the UCLA and the, and, and the, so they want to hear about their school. And so you've got to specialize in another sport, in fact, make it two or three, apart from football. When you have knowledge in all those sports and you can speak about it, about those sports confidently, and somebody will hear you and they say, okay, this person, because once you are, when you're talking football, everybody talks football. Which okay, kilo vessel? <laughs> what do you think about the betting? This betting, betting. Betting has come to stay. Don't, oh. don't, don't, see, don't, don't, listen, listen. <laughs> you just broke my No, seriously. Oh, you're telling listen. me. <laughs> um, a lot of, well, not a lot of, the, the Americans and the, and the British, mm. they fund a lot of things through betting. Mm. People are going to, it, it, it's just like well, during the, uh, uh, what, what they call this era in the US, when, when, when you can't drink, when, when, they, when, they, when they put a ban on alcohol. And the and the mafias, the Ghana say, look, people are going to drink. It's a vice. People are going mm. to. Uh-huh. So if, if you don't if, if you don't regularize it and, and make it legal, if you ban it, people will be underground. Mm. And the money that's money will, the government will get and will come out of society mm. will be lost to gangsters. So betting is here. People are going to bet. So just control it. Okay. And then some people feel that that is where they get their joy from. I know people that have paid their house rents from betting, yes. from from winning bets. That, that, that's the truth. I know people but, that. But how can we? Um, not make it an addiction. It's look, it's a vice. It's everywhere. It's, see, I'm a Christian. Okay. And I know there are some people that who are who are addicted to Christianity. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Nice. But it's not a bad thing. But some leave their senses at home and, and then they, they just say, uh-huh, uh-huh. so people once once it's something that that has that has passion addicted to it. Mm. So some some will tell you that I'm that I'm addicted to basketball. I, I don't know how my wife sleeps at night because I must watch <sighs> basketball. Okay. One day somebody saw me in church and said, ah Uncle Bodibot, how do you keep up? My mother said, ah, can you soon? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wake up. See, even when I'm, I'm asleep, I'm tired. I, I get to go to bed at 12. At 1.30, mm. my eyes will open. There's a game going on. So people are going to indulge in their passion. Mm. Okay? You just got to find a way to guide them and pray that there's somebody around them who can set them right. Because look, like, like drugs, like, like, like drink, like sport is a passion. Betting is a passion. People are going to do it. So we can't stop it. You can't stop it. Okay, it signals on it 1.3 Lagos Talks. My name is Adeomi Oshida. I have a Makimbodi Ogunsui, a sports vision. I have Deepana Haspenser. And if you have any questions for them before, wait now. I forgot when they're 11. Why are you looking at time? No, uh, it's because I want to say how long they have to talk. No, honey. <laughs> What's your own? <laughs> anyway, um, you can WhatsApp us on 009-234-5913 or you could call in 009 191 3913 or 0092920913. I have somebody saying, um, okay, so listening from River States, OC, uh, OC Group, that's how, what I can say. That name is Echo One Year OC Group. Um, listening from River States, I'm 30. I grew up in Lagos listening to Bude 10 and the Jomoto Imbo and the Lady Yutunubon Radio. I remember participating in sporting activities organized by secondary schools in the 90s in the National Stadium, the government field or sport-wise. Then I have uh, Michael on Twitter saying, Great job, Boots Day 10. Fantastic show on Lagos Talks, very enlightening. I have another caller. Good morning. Wow. It's too early. It's 009 <laughs> <laughs> Or zero zero nine triple two zero nine one three, 
or 0092345913. WhatsApp us on 0092345913. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Your name, where are you calling yeah. us from? My name is Yinka. I'm calling from Tuesday. Okay, Yinka. Question. It's nice to see to Uncle Bode, the Oracle. Oh, <laughs> I've been following him for years, but I don't have the opportunity to actually speak to him. Oh, yeah, speak. I want to know the reason why he's been called the Oracle. I'm really interested in that. Let me know. Oh yeah. Ah, Thank you. That's 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 um that came from years of um correct predictions. Uh That that came from years of correct correct predictions. The most notable. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is uh, Conway Supi, calling from Lekki. Okay, Supi from Lekki. Questions? Yeah. Uh, Oracle. <laughs> I'm listening. Your call, columns in there. When uh, daily call, you try to be in green color. You remember? Complete call. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I could remember then. I should have a passion for basketball. Uh, sometimes you are following. I have Jabba. You were making some comment then. Uh-huh. Them. Yeah. Remember that. Okay. Uh, let's go back to the main uh, uh, talk. I think Nigeria can stop all the food and food sports. Honestly, we can stop all the government food sports. True. I think it's one of the best ways to even stop unemployment in the third world country. How do you? How do I mean? Are you listening to me? I'm listening. Yeah. Let it, let let every company that quoted in stock exchange, or every company that have above fifty employees on their payroll to pay sports tax. Maybe a minimum of about uh, maybe fifty thousand per month. By the time you look at the aggregate, it's going to amount of uh, millions of naira. Let this money all sport activity in Nigeria. Honestly, mm. again, Nigeria, they 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 even express science to solve the problem in Nigeria. Mm. I've seen a lot of articles to Nigeria government. Honestly, personally, through agriculture, through sport, I mean, you can solve the problem, mm. but they will leave it because they know that. If they solve the problem in Nigeria, the right people will be voted in power. Okay. The people who that we are worshiping now, they will be bad. Thank you, so much. Thank you so much. Now, uh, yeah. while I agree with you that um, sports tax will huh. help, but the thing is that um, no, nobody will commit their monies uh, to we a project. We have not paid Nigerian tax, yes. Hold on, no, nobody will commit their money to, pro- to, to a project that they know will, will, uh, will not be well, um, well, well, um, well managed. Yes. The, the, look, as, as long as the government remains in sports, you can't, you can't get that done. When government steps out of sports, you you'll be amazed at, how, at what people can do, what you can do mm, with mm. industry here. Okay, I have um, Liga Baba on Twitter and he says that <laughs> nice to have day 10 on radio. I think it's great. He gets to smell the flower while he's alive. These guys are stars. The Jomoto Imboli, the Tinobu, ETC, they have impacted on lives and we grew up listening to them. <sighs> I'm late to the party. I'm really, really late. <laughs> but it's okay. It's really, really okay. Now, for... What career advice do you have for people who want to obtain a job in sports? And what should aspire, what should people who are aspiring to be sports business professionals be doing? Um, first of all, study. Uh, a lot of us, we, we got into the business and then we started, we started getting our a, 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 a studies in mm. to understand how the, how the terrain works. But a lot of the guys that are coming in now, they understand that sports is a business. They are, they are, they are, um, they are, they are courses in colleges abroad and some are online. That you can but do. You're not in Nigerian investors. No, 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 none yet. <sighs> well, or not more. No, I, I don't know of any. Um, I have no head of any. Uh, uh, so you, 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 you need to get that knowledge in. Um, that's if, if you want to do this business part of the sports and then 
and then start praying that the government gets out of your way. Yeah, because if, if the government don't get out of your way, the struggle will be massive. Then if you want to get into um, into the um, media part of it, you've got to study. It's not it's not a cakewalk, I, I can tell you. Um, somebody somebody said that uh, you need uh, 10,000 hours of studying to become an expert in the field. That is true. So the, my basketball that I talked about, it's not easy. As much as I've been following basketball for a long time, I still commit at six or seven hours every day. Reading different articles and following the, um, reading the different stat- stat- statistics. Some of the things that people pull from the air, it's study. They've been studying about it, you know. Mm. And and so when when it comes to deliver it, is at some at the back of your mind it, it will show up. But you cannot you cannot stop working. You can't stop studying. And you can't stop um, um, watching, as it were. Okay, so this thing comes to mind. I I know someone who. As young as I was, he was always playing football. Always playing football. Always playing football. Keeps playing football. And then the family is like, your age is past. Nobody's going to pick you. Go and do something else. There are a lot of people playing football. Now, I know football. I don't know any other sports at the moment. But I know of that particular image in my head. Who would always... Shagun would always play ball. And then you're wondering, the family will abuse you, him. And he's like, don't worry, I'm going to break through. And he's yet to break through. So... Is there like a timeline to all of these things? Of course, there's a timeline. Uh, but I think the mistake a lot of, a lot of people make here is that uh, they feel that the only way you can make it in, uh, make, make money out of, out of um, sports is mm. by participating. It's okay. not so. Um, you can be a referee. Like I said, I had friends who are playing basketball. I chose to report it. Mm. Uh, so, well, which one? Is it Kotaga? I don't know. The one that I can play. Yes. Ah, with my heart. I can't move the one that points guard though, because I'm not tall. <laughs> I look tall, but trust me, I am not tall. If you see these guys are No, huge. they're very tall. These guys are huge. So for, for, for that for this kind of person, you can be a referee. Mm. Being a referee can take you all over the world. Okay. Being a journalist has taken me all over the world. And so don't, don't just focus on, 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 on one aspect. The value chain of sports is so is so broad and so long that you can you can log into any part and still and you know, being a referee, there's also a timeline, and then you can go from being a referee to being an analyst. You can also do that, so you can you can progress. And I know some have gone from being being a footballer to being coaches. So you can also be a coach. You can study and be a coach if you, if you if you love the sports that much. So um, I think what they can do is they can they can help the guy channel to another area and know that look, Oga, you have to play. You can also referee. You can coach. And being a coach, there's no timeline. Mm. You can coach from being from when you are 22 to when you are 80. Mm. So that's one. So the person that is playing ball. Okay, so now we are here. So there's this, I'm going to do this. So look back, what have you gained so far? You personally, when the noise is out, when you don't have to watch NBA, when everybody, like everybody is off season. Because I know that one. Yes. (laughs) I think, um, you know, when people talk about sport sport vision, uh, as popular as we are, we are not that rich. However, um, the, oh, hey, that's where I'm going. I think uh, about uh, two years ago, Harry Wala, Harry Wala is the media, media, media manager for, for the LMC. He sent us a message. He said, you guys, you have, for instance, uh, uh, the people that pass through you, they become editors everywhere they go. Um, half of, well, almost all the radio stations in Ibadan and half of the ones in Lagos have some, someone that has passed through publishing and they are top of, they are top of the team. Mm. And so, for me, when I look back, I see the people that you have trained and um and people that have that have um that we have covered, it gives me joy. That if you come to Sport Vision, and you take your time to learn, anywhere you go, you are Be going pro. to the top. Okay, at least 
Okay, my time is up. Any last words from the board of you? Ah, they're going to have the answers. But you will be Anyway, um, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been a, I mean and it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should do this again. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so I've had fun. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much. Yes, you didn't answer the other guy's call. Um, the question was, why did they call you Oracle? I said, I have one minute. Oh, yeah. I did. I, I said, um, the, the, it, 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 it comes, it, that, that, that came from getting so many things right. And when Iba won the first Champions League, I was the person that said from the one that this team I'm looking at, they look, if they win through the latter, but no team can beat them in Africa. And almost everybody said, ah, they'll soon be out, and then they went, they went and won it. Mm-hmm. Apart from that's the first major did one. You, and then, did you bet on it? No, the betting wasn't a thing then. Okay, okay. It was, but not in. But your circle of friends. No, they are, no, no, they know. They, they still, oh, of course. It's Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've had um, 57 to 60 minutes of great time talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Now I'm enlightened. People should not abuse me again. Thank you, Deepak. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you to everybody that's called in. Till we come your way again next week, Saturday. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. So you understand that. Eh? Time went by quickly. Is it not sports? You people, man. <laughs> anyway, so we come your way again next week Saturday, like we always say on Signals. Dream again and have a wonderful week ahead of you. Yeah.